Get ready to break molds and blaze trends. Welcome to the Chelsea Home Podcast, your shortcut to wellness, business, and growth with a twist. Let's flip the script and unlock your full potential together. I've said it before, if you're not growing, you're dying. So how do you actually grow? Today I want to talk about five ways to practice a growth mindset every single day. But I first wanted to start it with what does scarcity mindset or scarcity thinking look like? Um, For many people, this can look like focusing on the problems or um, focusing on the results you're not getting, looking at doing something once and expecting a lot of results or thinking that... You know, there's not enough resources, not enough time, not enough energy, not enough money, right? All of these things give us more of this like tunnel vision, like where we have blinders on and not in a good way and really keeps us limited in opening up, stepping back, looking at the world as a life of possibilities and the fact that myself and myself alone, just like you and you alone are responsible for your growth and you get to decide anytime if you want to grow or not. And I think that that's such a powerful thing. So let's dive into five ways to practice a growth mindset. Um, And so a growth mindset is simply just the belief that one's abilities can be developed and improved through dedication and hard work. So again, it comes back to that personal responsibility of taking ownership of your life of the results you have in your life and investing your time, energy, and resources into getting better, into learning how to improve your skills, whether that's in communication, the way you do your business, how you work. Um, A lot of times this comes down to hiring a coach. I personally think that that's one of the best things you can do because I value my time and energy more than I value monetary resources. And so I could go out and Google something, right, and spend all this time trying to figure it out, right, guessing, um, hoping that this will work, spending a lot of time spinning my wheels. Um, For me, this is a lot of technology. (laughs) Like, I can just figure it out. I'll teach myself. I'll just Google it. But then it ends up taking so much more time. Had I just asked somebody instead or, you know, hired somebody or outsourced it or, you know, whatever the case may be. And so, you know, when we're looking at our life in this way, hiring a coach can be one of the best things that we can do in whatever area. Like, we live in a world today where there are coaches for everything, right? I have hired coaches for my business. I'm currently working with a coach one-on-one to help me expand my leadership, my online courses, um, and is really helping me to bring that to market. Um, you know, I have, we have, my husband and I hired a marriage coach a couple years ago, and it was fantastic. What <laughs> they really helped us find was the problem we thought was the problem was not actually the problem, and it was other areas that we needed to invest more time and energy into. Um, that actually made what we thought was the problem not be the problem at all, but actually turned out to be a, a beautiful celebration of 
the fact that we got the other two things in order, right? Um, I have hired coaches in fitness, obviously. I mean, I'm a personal trainer now, but trainers still need trainers. Coaches still need coaches. Um, And that helped me to, first of all, unlock a lot of nutrition, um, like eating habits that were not serving me well, and also helped me to essentially rebuild my structure (laughs) because, you know, all of these pregnancies and then combined with running and, you know, favoring certain sides of my body just led to a lot of misalignments that was causing me a lot of pain on day to day that I thought was just me or the result of injuries when I was a kid. But it actually turns out that I just needed a coach to someone who knew how to do that, how to, first of all, pinpoint it and then how to help me work through that and um, I mean I used to have knee pain all the time and I don't anymore Um, I haven't since I since I had hired that coach and started working with her and really um, worked through all of that so like hiring a coach is one of the best things we can do it can save us so much time and energy so much guesswork so much frustration um, because there's nothing worse than like trying to hack our way through the jungle and not knowing what direction we're going or having a clear path. But when we have a clear path, it helps us to go so much faster and with so much more confidence. Um, So let's dive into those five ways that we can practice a growth mindset every single day. The first one is to embrace challenges. And this ties back into the episode last week about embracing obstacles as opportunities for growth. So that's why we're starting this off with number one is embrace challenges. Instead of shying away from your challenges, embrace them as opportunities to learn and grow. And when you encounter a difficult task or problem, approach it with curiosity, just like we talked about last week. Uh, You don't just have to go through it. You can go over it, around it, under it. Doesn't matter. You can blow it up, right? (laughs) And a willingness to learn. Um, Because at the end of the day, if we don't have a willingness to learn, if we cannot move past this idea of perfectionism, and doing things messy. And then, I think this is the most important part that most people forget, is having this ability to pause, right? This awareness to pause, to look back and reflect on what went well, what can I do better, how am I going to do it better next time? And I think that that's so important in, in, in helping us to have this willingness to learn and helping us to truly get better every single time. And that's what we want, Right? Um, the second one is learn from our failures. I think so many people avoid failures like a plague. Um, I've heard moms tell me that, you know, they, they want to protect their kids from everything and they don't want their kids to fail. And I have never felt that way. Maybe like when our kids are little, I don't know. Um, but I have always felt that, you know, I want to help my kids through their failures because when you're failing, it means you're trying, right? It means that you're trying something new and you're doing it imperfectly. And I think there's so much power and so much value in that. John Maxwell always says that there's no such thing as failure. There's only lessons learned. So rather than viewing your failure as a setback, see it as a chance to learn and improve. Reflect on what went wrong and then use that knowledge to make better decisions in the future or simply to pivot, to do micro pivots. I mean, you've heard of, you know, if a plane takes off and it's 1% off of its end point, that's like hundreds of miles off, right? Like 
So the key though is to take off and to have these micro reflections of, okay, what's working well right now and what do I need to pivot? Um, and then giving ourselves enough time so that we can accurately get metrics so that we can measure <laughs> what is going on or not. So the third one is to focus on the process. So the way that I always say this is to divorce from the results and marry yourself to the process. Instead of solely focusing on the end result, pay attention to the steps you take to get there. Celebrate small victories along the way and use them as motivation to continue pushing forward. Now, motivation, I think, is kind of, it's one of those things that, like, we're told we should have, we, you know, whatever, but, like, only you can motivate yourself. And at the end of the day, there are going to be days when you don't feel motivated to do anything. And then what are you going to do then. And that's why it comes down to discipline. That's why focusing on the process is so important. Focusing on the steps that are moving you in the direction that you want to go, right? You obviously need to know what direction you want to go or else, like the plane, you'll end off hundreds of miles off course. And we don't want that, right? But then celebrate, like celebrate the victories, yes, but also celebrate the fact that you're taking action and you're doing it consistently, and focusing on the fact of who am I becoming in this process versus what have I accomplished? Because too often we focus on how far we have yet to go. And it's like a moving horizon. We're never actually going to get there because there's always more room to grow. But instead, we can look back at where we started and we can celebrate that progress we've made since we got started in the first place. The fourth one, practice persistence. When you're faced with obstacles or setbacks, setbacks, don't give up. Keep working hard and pushing yourself even when things get tough. Things are going to get tough. That's life. Changes happen. They're inevitable. It's about how you act, react, proactively act in those situations that makes all the difference. It's about your perspective, right? You're practicing perspective persistence, but you're also practicing perspective because two people can look at the same situation two completely different ways. So how are you going to look at the obstacles in your life? How are you going to look at the setbacks? Um, one of my mentors in my business always says two steps forward, one step back. And it's so true. It's like this dance of life that, you know, we're never moving in this completely linear progression. You know, it's ups and downs. Um, I was just, I, I follow Kristen Boss's um, additional page on Instagram now about the Million Dollar Body Project. Um, a lot of people don't know about it because it was like a one day post where she was like, I'm going to start this thing because of my fitness journey. And so I have loved it. Um, I love everything she's doing. But today she shared in her stories about, she shared a screenshot of her weight loss progression. And it's not linear. I mean, overall, it was, it is, a, you know, steadily, you know, declining, like she's losing weight. But like, there are days where it's up and down, you know, but they're, they're micro spikes up and down, up and down, right? And that's how life is, is that they're not complete 100% setbacks. And I think this is too often what people who don't have a growth mindset do, or who are just struggling to you know, implement and practice a growth mindset every day is that, you know, think of like someone on a diet, right? Which I think diets are dumb. Like we need to learn how to eat in order to fuel our body in a way that makes our body feel its best, <laughs> not to restrict, not to, 
you know, um, bad things, good things, all those things, right? Like, but what happens in these situations of someone who's going through a diet, who's dieting, is they will have a bad day, right? Or they'll eat a piece of cake and they feel bad about it and they feel guilty. So instead of saying, well, I made that decision, I'm owning it, I'm moving on, like I ate the cake, it was good, and now I'm, you know, continuing on in my journey, they'll eat the whole dang cake. Because why not, right? Because they already messed up. And so it's this idea of we're growth-minded, we're not perfection-minded. We are action-minded, we are process-minded, we are not results-only minded. And I just, I think that that's such a great example of, you know, there's no getting back on the wagon, excuse me, getting back on the wagon. It's really just continuing to move forward through the process of who we are becoming through the decisions that we're making every single day. So then the last one, emphasize learning over performance. This is so big, guys. It's so big. Um, You know, the way that I grew up, um, I have always had extremely high standards for myself. And it's so funny because for a long time, I thought that it was, you know, my parents that had really high standards for me. And yes, of course they did. Um, But the older I get, the more I have realized it's actually me. (laughs) I have extremely high expectations of myself. I have very high standards for myself. Um, And... A lot of times I will assume that other people also have those high standards of me when they don't. Um, And so this is emphasizing that learning over performance is so big for me personally um, because I I can get caught up in, well, I, I, you know, I didn't do that perfectly or, you know, I know a lot of people who do struggle with taking action if it's not perfect what happens is they'll get stuck at the drawing board, right? Of how can I make this better without actually ever taking action and doing it messy and having a baseline of how can we make this better, right? Um, And so it's focusing on the learning through the action rather than the actual performance and results themselves. So instead of solely focusing on getting good grades or achieving a specific outcome, right? Like focusing on the weight loss, like the, the worst thing you can do in your fitness journey is to get so completely tunnel vision focused on the weight loss itself rather than stepping back and marrying yourself to that process Um, because it makes you go crazy. You know, it's like if you're worried about your finances and you're checking your balances every single day, that shows me you're not in control of your habits. You're focused on the results that you want, but you're not actually taking the actions to get the results that you want. You're not actually following a process You're just focusing on the performance without having any emphasis on learning through the actions that you're taking, right? So it's this focus on the process of learning itself, making an effort to understand new concepts and applying them to real-world situations rather than just memorizing information for a test, right? Getting stuck at the drawing board. You know, there are so many people out there who are just full of ideas, and I bet you know some people just like that, but they never actually do anything. These are the people that are in the stands, right? These are the people who are the observers. These are the people who always have an opinion about everything. You know people like this, right? But they're never actually in the ring doing anything, taking action, getting their hands dirty, 
learning ways that it doesn't work, right? Thomas Edison found, what was it, like 10,000 ways or like 9,999 ways that light bulbs don't work, but it was the one way that did. Had he quit the first time or never even started because he was like, well, you know, there are all these ways and I don't know which one's the best, so I'm just not going to do anything. Can you imagine what our world would be like? Now, we are a people who is very innovative. I'm sure someone else would have figured it out all the same, right? Um, But that right there should be enough of an... I don't know, an encouragement, maybe not, that's not the right word, but a prod for us that, you know, if we don't do it, somebody else will. And don't we want to be the ones that are in the ring, getting our hands dirty, because that allows us to then be able to turn around and help other people who are trying to do the same thing, right? And there is nothing, I mean, that that's where my passion lies, is it's not just about the doing myself and figuring things out and you know, focusing on the process. It's about the fact that I'm doing these things, yes, because I'm an achiever and I do love going after things and getting things done and constantly, you know, God just gave me a big capacity to do things. And, you know, but for me, it's more about the turning around and helping others to do the same, helping them to figure out the best way that's going to work in their life, helping them to reflect on what's working, what's not working, Um, What actions can I be taking? How do I need to change my thinking, my mindset in order to um, whatever actions I'm taking to have the results that I do want over time, right? Because our mindset can totally put a kibosh on all action we're taking if it's limiting our growth. And that's why it's so important to practice a growth mindset every single day. Okay, so adopting these habits. So let's go over them again. Um, So we have embracing the challenges, learning from failures, focusing on the process, practicing persistence. I mean, you could also call that consistency, right? And emphasizing learning over performance. Those are the five ways that I've shared today to practice a growth mindset every single day. But here's the thing. If you adopt these habits, you can absolutely cultivate a growth mindset and you can achieve success in all areas of your life because a growth mindset isn't limited to just one area. It is overall. It impacts every single area of your life. It impacts your parenting. It impacts your marriage. It impacts your friendships, the way that you work, that your business. It impacts your health, your fitness, how you show up in life every single day, guys. It is so, so important. So if this resonated with you, I would love to get a comment back from you on what area are you really working to have a growth mindset? You know, is it in business? Is it in fitness? Is it in health? Is it in your marriage? So leave me a comment, leave me a review, and I would love to hear what it is that you're working on. Take care, my friend. Thanks for joining the Chelsea Home Podcast journey. If you've enjoyed challenging the norm and embracing growth with a twist, share the love. Don't forget to subscribe. Until next time, keep defying expectations and keep leaning into who God made you to be.